0: Hello and welcome back to Locked on Flames. You're here with your lovely host, Jess Belmosto, and I'm so sorry that this is up later than normal today. I am battling some sort of cold or allergies and I needed to sleep. Uh, But tonight we have a hockey game at home against the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Puck drop is at 7 p.m. Mountain Time and we do have a very important night tonight. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, hockey is for everyone, and I just wanna say that this night has sort of become a problem for some people in the fan base, and you know they take it out in the social medias, no comments or Twitter replies and I just want to say that I'm so happy to see Calgary fans not doing that I have seen so many people retweeting it and sharing it and there hasn't been a single ignorant comment that I could find as of 1 40 p.m eastern standard time but it's been you know I think a lot of fans appreciate nights like this, and it has to be done right. And I'm so happy and proud of the Calgary Flames fan base right now. And I hope that, you know, this sort of mentality where we're inclusive, we're not any sort of phobic and rude towards any individuals continues because it is so important to embrace the individuality and the individuals within our hockey community. I mean, I can guarantee you that everybody listening right now is not the same. We are not carbon copies of a singular person. And it's very important to include those who maybe don't feel as included or feel like they might not be welcomed in the community. And It's not about one night. It's about practicing the inclusivity all season long. And, you you know, I think a lot of people see it as pandering. And if it's not done correctly, I do agree with them. I think that there have been certain teams this season that have taken Hockey is for Everybody or, or Hockey is for Everyone and Pride Night and turned it into... Something completely different than it needed to be or should be. It's not about the allies. It is about the people who, who, it is about representing the minorities within the hockey community and really making them feel celebrated and letting them know that there is a place for them within this community. I was, you know, scrolling through the Flames Twitter and I saw this article uh, written by Tori Peterson. And I thought that it was beautiful, and I just kind of wanted to highlight it and, you know, talk about why it is so important for us to have nights where we do celebrate those who maybe take in hockey differently or who don't have the same experience as a majority of hockey fans. But uh, Tori goes on to write about her brother who is uh, Jari, I think J-A-R-I or Yari, I'm not really sure, but he is autistic and Autism Canada describes autism as a neurodevelopmental disorder that impacts brain development causing most individuals to experience communication problems, difficulty with social interactions and a tendency to repeat specific behavior or patterns. Patterns of behavior, sorry. In short, he experiences the world in a completely different manner than most of us. So his day-to-day life is very different than yours or mine. He has a heightened sensitivity, a heightened sensory sensitivity, making sounds, sights, tastes, and touch more vibrant, more extreme than most people could even imagine. While he is verbal, his communication skills are limited, and for the most part, he isn't able to communicate his wants or needs, likes or dislikes, with family or friends. He loves the flames, as he is from Alberta, and he does go to hockey games. He really likes hockey, and you know, hockey is loud. Hockey has loud sounds, there's lots of lights, there's A lot of social interaction. It could be seen as a very intimidating situation for somebody who has autism or is on the spectrum like that. So let's see. Sorry, I'm just scrolling through the article. He has attended Flames and Hitman games and when the horn goes off, he often cups his ears. At first I was concerned with the sound and it was aggravating him, but after a few times I noticed he was smiling. Evidently the vibrations from the horn were a source of joy for him and he was amplifying it for himself. He also loves when the flames go off for a Calgar- when the Calgar- okay sorry. He also loves when the flames go off for a Calgary goal creating a high sensory moment for him. The action especially the action especially hit seems to draw his interest as well. When players collide along the glass the sound and vibration add to the experience for him. So things that we take for granted at a hockey game are so important to him and it really, you know, makes it a more exciting experience for this fan. And there's a picture of him in the article, smiling, like beaming, and he just looks so happy. And he really loves going to these games. And so uh, Tori goes on to write, understanding that, her brother's experience with hockey is drastically different than mine, has opened our family's eyes to many ways people take in the game. Of course, I knew that everybody had their own reasons for liking the sport, but viewing it from his perspective has made me realize there are many more people, or there are many more ways that people can enjoy it. I hope more and more individuals can see the game in their own way and appreciate the sport. We can continue to grow, grow the game if we are able to better understand the multitude of ways people view hockeys and open doors for them to become involved in a sport that has positively impacted so many. After all, hockey is for everyone. I think that that's beautiful and so well written. And I do think that it is important for everybody to remember that we all experience hockey games differently. I know people who have gone to hockey games and have never watched a single shift before in their life, but when there's a fight or some sort of action, they love it, and they say, when's the next time we can watch a game, or when's the next time we can go to a game? And it's important for me to introduce the game to new people and you know, show them what hockey is. It's not just a bunch of goons out there skating and running around, but rather a game that you can enjoy and as many different ways as you want. So uh, I'm very happy that the Calgary Flames are including Hockey Is for Everyone in their schedule because I believe it was St. Louis Blues who, um, you know, they're not really doing this whole thing correctly. So good on the Flames organizations. But uh, yes, let's jump into tonight's action. Uh, what's been cooking? Yesterday, there was an optional practice, and uh, Johnny Gaudreau did not skate. Uh, Matthew Tuchuk did not skate. Uh, Giordano did not skate, along with, uh, so it was just Tuchuk, Gaudreau, Giordano, and Talbot. They didn't skate, (laughs) so, uh, you know, take it as you will, but it was optional, so you don't have to be there. But uh, Cam Talbot starts between the pipes tonight against the Yotes. Again, going with a consistent goalie is great, and it is very important at this point in the season. I don't know how many times I can drill that into this podcast without you guys getting tired of me, but it is so important. And, you know, not every team is lucky to have a successful goalie tandem, but it seems that Talbot is really taking this in stride and has had, um, you know, a day off so he can get back in the saddle again and take on the yotes. But, um, I, does anybody else find that funny? Like whenever I say yotes, I just think of like an egg yolk. I'm sorry. I know that's so random, but, um, yes, it'll be interesting to see how tonight goes. I'm looking forward to watching the game and, uh, you know, Good Friday night hockey game. Way to end the week. Jermaine Franklin reported that Hammond skated on his own today, and he's recovering from an upper body injury. So I think that it once again, taking your time coming back from an injury is your you know you you can't rush back. There um, is a very important reason why we take it slow on recovery and. We can't rush these things, so it's very good to see him skating back um, on his own and slowly making his way back to the team. So maybe next week we'll see something, and here's some more further updates. I opened up the mailbag to y'all on Twitter, and I know it's going to take a little bit because we don't have a Locked on Flames Twitter account unsuspended yet so we're still working on that but um i received two questions uh jess wants not me my friend jess jldx92 wants to know why did parents teach us that having a light on inside the car was illegal okay i thought that this was like only a dad thing that my dad did And he was, I remember driving down the road, (laughs) like, this specific spot in the town I grew up in. And he said to us, he was like, you cannot turn this light on. You cannot. It is so distracting. It is so, like, it's, you know, like, I'm going to go to jail. You're going to go to jail if you turn the car light on. I really do think, though, uh, it was a distracting factor for them. I mean, I know when I drive, I hate having... Like, uh, the lights on my rear view mirror, I don't know what they're called, but, like, those underlights, I, I can't. It, they, it bothers me. Sometimes, like, I've hit them or forgot to turn them off, but I do think it is just a matter of <laughs> distraction. And Bradley, 98, hi, Bradley, wants to know, would a bear or a gorilla win in a fight and why? I think it'd be a gorilla. Uh, I think gorillas are a little more, you know, violent, maybe. <laughs> But personally, I just—the only thing I can think of—is King Kong versus like a tiny, like, like a, a brown bear in the woods. Like, I just think of the Bruins mascot just walking up against a giant King Kong, or was King Kong an ape? I don't know. But just like a giant gorilla, and yeah, I really don't see how this could go successfully, but let's see. Let's take a, let's do a look ahead. So um, they play um, on Sunday. Again, that is the all-women's broadcast that I'm so excited to see and look forward to hearing uh, when Vegas comes into town. And then they're off until Thursday and the Islanders come into town, and they have a game Saturday. (laughs) Most of these games are at home, and uh, it's the Jets against Calgary, obviously. So we have only two games next week, but we will, excuse me, we will do a recap of the game against the Knights on Monday, and we'll we'll have a good week together. And I'm looking forward to hearing from more of you, and hopefully, you know, growing our audience as much as we can. I hope everybody has a lovely and safe weekend. It's important to me that you're all safe out there, (laughs) even though, uh, you know, I don't know you, I don't know what you do in your day-to-day lives, but, you know, just be safe. (laughs) Again, uh, tonight, the Flames take on the Yotes, and hockey is for everyone. Thank you, everybody, and I will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend.